When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. I didn't think. All right, let, let's get right to it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. It is time for the Bob Ryan Jeff Goodman experience. Gary Tangway along for the ride. As you can see, Jeff Bob is out in the great north, uh, <laughs> my home country, the state of Maine, not too far from my birthplace. He's seen all the plaques and so forth. Um, and actually, what is, what is behind Bob is actually where he is. It is so that is where he is. That is Webb Lake, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, uh, that, that is, I'm, I'm literally, I live, not live, I would stay next door. And we're here at the gracious home of Mr. Dan Smith. Uh, and uh, that's our next door neighbor. And, that's right. and uh, here we are. But this is where we are. That, that is exactly what it looks tough like. Tough life. Tough yeah. life being Bob Ryan. I remember, I remember that lake as a kid in the Smith family. Um, Yes, one of the greats in the great state, uh, great town of Mexico, Maine. I remember them well. So this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Continue, they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Uh, also brought to you by Athletic Greens. Start taking AG1 and you will feel better. Okay, guys, let's get to it. This really, this whole thing with the Phoenix Suns and the owner, Robert Sarver, really has me going. Because first of all, if people don't know, he's suspended for a year, fined 10 million bucks. But basically being an asshole, uh, racial slurs, sexual innuendos, sexual, um, I don't know if legally you could say harassment yet, sexual remarks, just verbally abusive, just a terrible person. But, Bob, how does this guy get a team? After we went through with what we went through with the Clippers, how the hell does this guy get a team? You have to consider the whole process and, and, and who, are, who are the peers, all right? Now, in order to get into a sports league, an owner, a prospective owner or ownership group must be approved by the existing members, right? That's the way they all work. Right. They get approved by the board of governors or whatever league we're talking about, be it, be it baseball, basketball, football, hockey, football, or, or ML, whatever. Okay. However, exiting them is, doesn't work that way. You know, you know they, don't, they don't have a vote them off the island vote too often that I know of. Now, we had Sterling. And, and the big thing that people are pointing out with the one difference in terms of, of the reaction uh, and, and the, uh, is that they had Sterling audio, you know, when you got audio and or video, 
And here, well, to me, that doesn't make a damn bit of difference, but that's what apparently that's what some people are saying. This guy, at the original story was written by Baxter Holmes, Boston Globe alumnus uh, for ESPN.com. He interviewed over 70, that's seven old people. There is voluminous evidence of, of, of recurrent awful behavior on the part of this guy, this billionaire guy, John Roberts. Uh, and, and, and to all our common sense, you'd think that his peers would be embarrassed. Now, one of the theories I'm throwing out there, I don't know what's true or not true. One of the things that people espouse, and help me here, guys, is that, well, these guys, they all got some, not all, but some stuff uh, in their own background that they don't need to have exposed if, if, if he comes back at them or, or, or whoever, someone defending him comes back at them. I don't know. You know, maybe there's some skeletons in some of their closets too. But but they are reluctant to chastise someone. It was a really a rare thing. I remember it was Adam Silver, one of his first acts of taking over from David Stern to kind of assert his authority, I think. It was, an easy, it was low-hanging fruit. Would you guys agree to go after Stern? At that yeah. time, oh, it was, was very low hanging fruit, and, oh, and he picked easy. it off the tree and, and got rid of him. And plus, he also uh, had a guy bomb already. I thought one other thing I hear uh, it, was that the unspoken quota one, <laughs> you know, one owner is going to get dumped by his peers. Was that the unspoken? There's so much, there's no, there's no formula here, there's no rule book, there's no, there's no guideline. Uh, you know, they have to make it all up as they go along. But in this and thing and age, to have this happen, it's just so disconcerting. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, especially, I mean, Jeff, it's just, it's embarrassing. And I thought the NBA was one of the leagues that were it, it, forward in their thinking. Yeah, th- well, this is, again, the problem here is he, he got off light. You know, uh, to me, a year is nothing. And oh, God, no. 10, million know, nothing for him. 10 million is nothing to Robert Sarver. Um, that's like, you know. Uh, well, you know, for, for Bob. Uh, you know what it is exactly? Uh, we're told one half of 1% of his worth, of his net worth. Right. I mean, that, that's a joke. It's a joke. So, you know, to me, again, uh, if I was Adam Silver, I, I would have hit harder here. I wonder what the backlash will be uh, among the players. Um, but ultimately, Adam Silver's got a balance working for the owners, which is probably more important than anything. And keeping the players happy. Well, it is. I mean, the owners pay the bill. They keep the lights on. But yes, if I'm a player, I'm upset with this. Absolutely. It's just, I don't know. I guess I'm just... Well, keep in mind, too, guys, that he owns both teams. So we're talking about a team of women as well. Uh, Yes, WNBA. Signs paychecks for, which to me certainly is a very relevant factor in adjudicating this this situation. Should be. Should be. You know, it's not just the sons. It's the son... Yeah, and the sons and the sons aren't the sons of old that are irrelevant either. Like right now, they're a relevant NBA team. That yes, you know, again, like it'd be. I'm not saying it'd be completely different, but it'd be a little bit different if they were kind of bottom feeder. Nobody would really care as much as I think you do when you have really talented players on your roster. No, yeah, they're 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 threat. So it's it's. The, the immediate backlash, I mean, is pretty heavy, but will it move, you know? The, there the hasn't been as much right? backlash as I thought there'd be. I thought there'd be more backlash of like how, I mean, I've seen some stories and whatnot, but to me, I, I felt like more NBA players would come out and kill Adam Silver in the NBA for this decision. And I, I haven't seen a lot of that. Right. No, you haven't. We haven't. We haven't. 
Tim. Uh, Stay tuned so, on this. Uh, again, I just, I guess I'm just naive. I, I thought with, I thought Sterling was the bad egg and he was gone and we wouldn't be faced with this anymore. But again, that's probably being very naive on my part. Okay, let's get to some positive stuff. Believe it or not, it is mid-September. Yeah. And before you know it, uh, real basketball mm. will be being played. So, They'll be throwing the ball up for real in five weeks. Yeah. So Jeff, Jeff, let's start with you on this. Uh, give us a, a, a nugget, something that you're excited to see for this season. I mean, I want to see Kawhi Leonard back. Like, I'm excited to see Kawhi Leonard back. I think we've forgotten about how good he is, a healthy Kawhi Leonard. Um, you know, you're talking about an MVP candidate, a guy that, again, um, had the Clippers relevant, him and Paul George. If they are both healthy, what can they do? Uh, I'm excited to see him back just because I think people have forgotten about him in the NBA, you know, hierarchy. I've already had one disappointment, and I'm not being facetious here. Um, I was totally fascinated with Chet Holmgren. I was curious to right. see how it was going to work out. Yeah. You know, it's a strange body to bring into the NBA in 2022. And how was it going to work out? He has his remarkable uh, dexterous uh, finesse skill set, but still an odd physique to enter into with all these giant men. And he doesn't even make it into the training camp. So um, I'm disappointed in that, uh, number one. Uh, in general terms, uh, the East is getting loaded up. I think. Oh, Cleveland yeah. has said, we mentioned this last week when we met, the Cleveland uh, deal uh, now has inserted themselves into the mix. Philadelphia is still not going anywhere, I don't think. And, and you know, you have to respect them. Um, Milwaukee is Milwaukee. Miami is Miami. You know, and there's your East. It, it, it's And, and, and this, all this in terms but the Celtics are right there and, and uh, they were knocked on that door last year, came very close. Um, and I think have improved themselves with Brogdon uh, and we'll see whether they can find a way to replicate what they thought they had in that Gallinari. It's not a done deal yet, but, but Brogdon alone is, it makes them a better team, I think. And um, so you got that. And uh, then the question on top of everything else is, is the defending champions, you know, uh, who are, you know, they're, they're, they're key players are on the other side of 30, and, and whether that will come into play or not. Well, I got a couple of things, and it has to do with older players. First of all, I just want to see if LeBron can make a last run. Okay. You know, what's going to oh, happen? Oh, yes. It's always you him. Know, <laughs> you know, yeah, but, you know, I just... Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, I mean, it... it, it um, I know that LeBron has taken some heat for some things, um, but as far as a player goes, I just want to see him... I want to see him back on the floor. I want to see him playing again. I want to see him play in meaningful games. I mean, LeBron James, I want to see you play meaningful games. Okay. I want to see you play in June, you know, in May. What's going on? But unless, the only way, hey, the only way he plays meaningful games is if Anthony Davis is on the floor. Right. Yeah, and you're right. The only oh, yeah. chance. Like, you're LeBron right. being relevant is completely tied to the help of Anthony Davis. Right. Period. Period. Like, if, if, if LeBron and AD are both top 10 players in the league, They've got a chance. At least. I, I know, you know, the Russ thing is a fiasco. It doesn't fit. Um, they didn't do a whole lot. That's the one thing the Lakers couldn't do a whole lot. If you look at what they added and, uh, and lost, or, you know, got Patrick Beverly. Great. I mean, what, what's that going to do for them? Well, there'll right? be, there'll be, so, there'll be a fight. He's serviceable. He's serviceable. That's but, all. Uh, I, I'm not taking him right. You're obviously right. And if, and if Davis, whose history is so checkered with his injury history, is so restrictive that, uh, you know, you can't count on him. But, you're right, that, uh, but I think you're 100% right. Otherwise, I'm not, I, don't, I don't pay any attention to them anymore. 
They'd be irrelevant. I mean, that's the problem is if one of them gets hurt, if one of the two of those guys gets hurt, they have no chance. They're not even a playoff team. And then it is sad. You're right, Gary. Like, you don't want LeBron to go out in these last few years not being a playoff team and just trying to hang on so that he can play with his son or sons, (laughs) which, again, we should have a segment of that at some point. Uh, I just – I don't – I, I like it on one hand. Okay, we'll, we'll have a segment on it right now. Nothing's going on, Jeff. It's right, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Well, here's my deal. I love it because, again, I have a daughter who's 19 years old, and I would love to work with her at some point, right? It would be the coolest thing ever to be able to work with my daughter. Um, so I understand what LeBron is doing here. It would be so cool, so much fun for him and his son but Bronny James isn't a one-and-done player. No. He's not. He's just not a one-and-done player. And as a father, I would hope LeBron doesn't rush his son into the NBA because he is setting his son up to fail if he does that. That is the worst thing he can do is selfishly try to get his son so they can play together because Bronny James could be out of the NBA then and not have another chance where he needs a couple of years in college. He might need four years in college to be ready, to well, be honest. Got, we, we both are fans of Doc Rivers. We're all fans of Doc Rivers. He did it with his kid. Yeah, I mean, these these fathers that are so smart sometimes just aren't level-headed oh, when well, it comes to their kids. That's but that's life. I, I know. I, 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 one of my favorite I, – I don't want to name the name now. It's not yeah. – but I, I had a circumstance in my in my writing career in which there was a famous father and a, and a and a famous son, and the father was absolutely irrational about you know that aspect of it, and and, and rational on every other subject on this earth except that one you know, yep. and that that that's um, you know now we've seen it, in, it it we've seen it in two sports that I know of, uh, and, and that was hockey with Gordy playing with Mark and Marty. And and uh, and they were good players, right? And definitely Marty is pretty damn good players. Mark, I mean, was pretty good, right? Was he all star level? Maybe even I'm not sure. And uh, and then of course the Griffies, who who not only played together but he had home runs in the same game, which is yeah, you know, which is you know beyond, the Griffey thing. The Griffey but, thing, but that's that's fine. It's a nice, as Jeff said, it's a laudable objective if it's reasonably plausible. If you know, but but the people, most of uh, most fans are getting this idea. Unfortunately, through LeBron, that Bronny is at the top of his food chain in his right. age group, and he's not. He's, well, that's he's, a, the problem, he's a nice Bob. prospect. Right? right. Well, that's the problem. As you mentioned, Griffey. Griffey was – Griffey Jr. was better Oh, Jr. was Sr. a prodigy. Oh, absolutely. That's different. Was, you know, so that's fine. Was, so Griffey Sr. is a were, ride. If it were – he was the equivalent of, of – you name any Habalihood – basketball is the equivalent almost of LeBron himself when he came into baseball. He was known. Everybody in baseball knew the kid was, you know, it was spectacular, you know? So anyway, he was a prodigy and, and in a way that we know that LeBron, he is not, he's a, he's a good high school player. Right. No, you guys are right. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see, but I, I hope that LeBron is not just remembered for that, but I think Bob's point is well taken. Now, when it comes to being a parent, sometimes you lose all sense of perspective. Well, that, and now, and just a little, before we close the door on, on the Brian, the, I want to fully acknowledge that the, the year he had last year didn't get sufficient credit for how great he was at times last year, right. you know, right. himself and, and, and getting things done. At the oh, he's still incredible. He's incredible. Yeah. And he's again, this isn't about LeBron. No. This is about Bronny. 
This is about rushing your son when, honestly, you're doing it because you want to play for your son. You're doing it for selfish reasons instead of looking at the long game here, which is, you know what? Bronny needs time. He needs time to develop. Um, and, And also the college experience. Like, this kid, when I saw him, I was blown away by him. I, I've seen him for a few years now. But, man, mm-hmm. Bronny just plays the right way. It's a circus around him, really? you know, of people wanting to watch Bronny James. And he's a top 40 player in his class, somewhere around there. Uh, but you would think he was the number one player because, right. obviously, he oh, gets more, more hype, more, more fans, everything. You can't get into the gym when he's playing. And this kid just handles himself. Kind of like LeBron did when he was that age. Now, again, he's not as good as LeBron, but he just even keel, smart, doesn't react to anything, uh, just plays the game the right way, high IQ player. Um, so, you know, again, I, I was sitting next to um, Gloria James, LeBron's mother, for a game and talking to her a little bit about, uh, about Bronny. And, you know, I just said to her, I said, listen – it's 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 fun to watch. I mean, I remember sitting with Gloria to watch LeBron when he was 15 years old at ABCD camp at Farley, uh, Fairleigh Dickinson University and now watching Bronny James with her sitting courtside. And again, I, I think he just his maturity is such that you think maybe he can go into the NBA from a from a mental maturity mm-hmm. standpoint. But I just don't think. Talent-wise, he's ready to make that jump after one year. He will be. All right. Okay, we have more stuff coming up. Also, we want to talk about coaching challenges in a second. But we are driven by our partners at Bet Online. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments. Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even the NFL season, folks. Get with it. Just don't bet on the Patriots. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting. And, of course, your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device. Sign up. Use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is where the game starts. Hey, you want to feel good? You want to look good? Check out Athletic Greens, folks. Athletic Greens. Cost less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D in five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash hoops. Again, that is athleticgreens slash hoops to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance from AG1 Athletic Greens. Okay, I think that this is the most interesting story. Who has the biggest coaching challenge for this up- upcoming season? Bob, we'll start with you on this one. Challenge. Um, I think I, I, a team I want to talk about anyway, I'm going to throw in, uh, the, the reputation is kind of at stake for Tom Thibodeau. The reputation is, you know, that, how good he really is. Yeah. Good one. So um, I'll start with I'll, – I'll just start with that one. Now, I'm a little bit obsessed with the Knicks – uh, and, and we're going to get to that. And, and it's the saga of the Knicks. I'll put it that I can way. elaborate but on the fact is that, think about this. Uh, you have to be 40, at least 30, uh, 40 years old, 
probably to have remember when the Knicks were really relevant. That's how long the drought has been. They had won one playoff series in the 21st century. And, uh, and yeah, it, it, and the league will, is always better off when I think when the Knicks are in the mix, because New York is a total polarizing situation for fans in any sport at any time. And I know I lived through, you know, the, all the seventies when in, in the beginning, when the Knicks were the great team and won the two championships and lived through it again, you know, when they had the second one, the, the, the Ewing uh, group, and, and they went to the finals in, in 95 and 94. Yeah. And, um, you know, in five, whatever, one of those two years, <laughs> when Houston beat them. And they had a chance. They could have won, they should have won game six. They had a real, and of course, game seven was the fiasco when, when Starks went two for 18, you know. But uh, anyway, the Knicks, uh, and, the, and the, the big dialogue, by the way, as you both know, I'm sure, is, the lamenting that they didn't get Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, the, everyone seemed to see you know, some kind of foregone conclusion that they were going to Donovan Mitchell. And one more thing I have to say, uh, they made a significant move to improve the team by getting Jalen Brunson, a player I totally love, but I love him for what he is, not for what I think they are projecting him to be, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's, yeah. it, it, they're, they're, they're treating this as if they just hit the ultimate jackpot you know, of, of a superstar player. And he's not. He's a wonderfully cerebral, uh, ex- laudable player. You want him on your team. I wanted them. I wanted them to back up here, you know, and for a couple of years. And the Knicks, through four years, I'm told, what, uh, 100 plus Adam. Um, and he's not the money. guy. He's not the guy. He's anybody's guy. He's, right. an ad- he's, a, he's a nice piece. They don't have a so, guy. Yeah. That's the problem. They don't have a guy. They've got some good players. Jalen Brunson's a good player. R.J. Barrett's a good player. Barrett. Yeah. Right. You know, remember when they they gave him four years, 120. And remember when in the bubble, everybody thought Julius Randle was the guy. Well, he's a good player again. He's a good. They've got three good players that are all probably in the. 25 to 50 range when you're talking about the best players in the NBA and you don't now they could go to the playoffs again with this group like they could crack the playoffs but they're not going anywhere mm-hmm. uh, well, if, they, if they do it'll be because of the I think ultimately uh, maybe the, the quicklies and the top ends of the world uh, are, are you know but and Burks are will incrementally improve their own game because there's something to like you know I, I don't know how you feel about quickly but you see sparks with quickly i you yeah. know it's uh, a good me. good guy coming you off the bench who can score yeah uh, all right and then one more thing of course Derek rose is still hanging around and now they 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 they, they play well, but he's always hurt now you know and he's, he's 30 whatever now then uh, great backup though bob great backup yeah, yeah, still in the mix. So, but the point is now we get to the coaching thing, which is with Gary uh, got to start about. Yeah. tips. You know, um, I think people, you know, he, he had a, a pretty big reputation, and uh, I, I think he's got some at stake here. I think he's got to make something happen. There's only one answer to that question, Gary. There's only one answer, and that's Steve Nash. That is Steve Nash. I mean, the shit show that is going on in, in Brooklyn. <laughs> Right now, and Ooh. watching KD walk through that door, and you're Steve Nash, and you're the nicest guy on the planet, and you know he doesn't want you there. And you've also got to handle Ben Simmons and Kyrie. And you're like, every day, don't you go to work, and you're like, what the hell am I doing this oh for? My God. I don't need the money. 
I know. I don't need this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, why am I doing this? At some point, isn't Steve Nash going to wake up and go in to Sean Marks and say, just fire me. Just fire me, please. If they make the playoffs, if even if it's the play-in game again, he should be coach of the year. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously. I mean, it is. I, it, I there's mean, no, there's, it's unbelievable. Or unpredictable you know, scenario. Because you don't know what you're going to get out of Simmons. You don't know what you're going to get out of, out of Kyrie. If anything, and 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 you know, you do know what you're going to get out of Durant if, if he yeah. chooses to play for you. <laughs> if he chooses to play, so. But uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Seed Nash, and uh, it's it's not good, not good at all. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here um, uh, with the Celtics. Do we see the Celtics regress? Jeff, I'll start with you. I mean, listen, if you're asking me, are they gonna? The only way they move forward is if they win the whole thing. And obviously uh, they can stay the same and and go to the finals and lose, or do they take a step back? I say, yes. If you're going to ask me which of those three I would bet my house on, I would bet my house that they take a step back, even though I think they've gotten better in terms of their personnel. But, you know, again, other teams have gotten better too. You need luck, all of that. I I just – I think they're one of like a half dozen teams that has a shot. And I think, as Bob said, the East has gotten a lot better. Um, we'll see. I mean, they could win it all. They could get to the finals, lose again, or they could, they could lose in the Eastern Conference, you know, second round. And it wouldn't shock me. They're not that good. They're good. They're good. They got a lot better. But we still only saw this for how many games, guys? How many games have they done this for? Half a season. Well, pick a date in the middle of January that, that – does something happen? I still right. like to know. I, it, it something happens. Somebody said something. Somebody something happened because we, the, the difference in the dialogue that we were having in the months of November, December, and the first half of January, and the dialogue we were having in April and May uh, is, is startlingly yeah. different and more and, and much more positive. But you know, we we saw things happen. We saw smart. I'll go back to it again. If you had told me that I would ever see him on a game when he would be two for thirteen with thirteen assists. I wouldn't believe it. It happened. And, you know, he did basically turn himself into a, 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 a recognizable point guard. He didn't think he could do it. I said categorically, I didn't think he could ever do it. Uh, and and, and he, he acted as a point guard. Um, you're right. I, I, it, it, it could go either way. But the least we can say is they're going to be worth watching. I mean, there, there, oh, there's, there's, no there, there's so many good components. Yeah, this is the way and I I'm, look at it. I hope you, you may have to hose me down about having Brogdon, okay? I want to because I'm I'm hopelessly biased in favor of Brogdon. Oh, love it. I, I can't love believe the Well, here's the reality. I can't believe that they got and and they got him, you know, without giving up anything that they right. needed. You know, well, they, I think, they improved this team with, you know, on paper without without sacrificing anything needed. Nothing. Well, Nothing. here's the reality is they could be better and not get to the finals. Right. Right. Oh, you know, that's, so, exactly. so that's what I look. It's a sports phenomenon. Yeah, I mean, people look, think it's an automatic. People it's think not. it's automatic it's not, that they're they going to go be back. But they could be better. That's the thing. Like, if they go to the Eastern, like, to me, yes. if they go to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose but play well, I, to me, that's progress because last year was a little weird. Here's an, here's an exhibit A of what you're saying, guys. The Atlanta Hawks. Two years ago, the, right. the, the future looked one thing and it, it didn't materialize last year. 
And I mean, just just an example of how it can go. There was great optimism. Now, here's another one. We'll watch in the other conference, a team that we all like, I think, very much. Well, let's see what happens now. And that's Memphis, yeah. right? right. Yeah. Memphis. The Knicks. They're on that verge. The next two years ago, they were 41 and right. 41. People just and, and think they, it's they, automatic. It's, they yeah. just think because, again, you got there last year and you added Brogdon, you're going to get back got, automatically. And that is not necessarily going to happen. Now, no, again, it's not. I think I, the odds I, are I, as an exit throwaway, guys, did you note that our two of our alums have taken the fatherland to the semifinals of Eurobasket? Dennis Bruder and Daniel Tice have wow. led Germany past Greece into the Eurobasket semifinals. I'm just alumni division. I just thought I'd put that. <laughs> and that's a great note to end on, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Uh, we are going to give Dan Smith uh, producing credit for this. Uh, uh, Bob, enjoy, enjoy Weld. It's awesome up there. Uh, Jeff, we'll see you soon. Thanks for uh, doing the show, guys. We'll talk to you next week.